Good morning, fellow, fellow pilgrims and travelers on the sunny path of life. I'm crossing, I guess, uh, an older bridge uh, as I'm leaving Arcade, where I stayed in the same place and in the same bed, which was the last one available uh, last night. <clears throat> I thought I was going to walk a little more this morning, nice and chill, before I started recording, but uh, a theme came up, and I call it social chemistry. So actually, I don't know. I have never heard it coined that way before, but uh, <coughs> it came up because yesterday <coughs> I caught up with Andrea, unbeknownst to me, and the day before, he was going, he was going to Beagle with a couple of other guys, which was about 40K, and I chose to not do that. Well, actually, being in a big city was not really my beef. And uh, and I was surprised to ca catch him today because that meant, yesterday I did 37 kilometers, uh, and then the day before, 15 less than him, which means, it was a very short day for him. And I know that his feet was bothering him. So I know the Camino was uh, physically giving him a spanking. Of course, I start recording. Do I see any, any sign of the Camino? No, okay, so too many choices here. Let's see. <clears throat> Anywho, sorry about all my coughing and my spitting. I know that, uh, okay, so I don't know where I am. Oh, yeah, I draw on where not in person. Sorry about that, guys. I did get uh, the new headset, so I'm hoping that uh, you can actually tell the difference. They do feel pretty good. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can see it now. I don't know where I'm supposed to go. Uh, oh, well. It was in a dark, that's why I didn't see it. And anywho, so, <coughs> and what was puzzling to me is that I'm not able to connect. You know, the whole thing was like flat. There was just no, nothing. And what made that even more dramatic is that the before with, uh, Monica, Babushka, that's the nickname that I gave her. He cracks her up because of the Czech language and then Russian, which are different. But anyway, to me, it kind of sounds the same. All those Slavic languages. Not even sure Russian is a Slavic language. Anyhow, so the, the difference was huge. And it's like, what, what is that about? You know, why? Okay, hold on. No, that's a house. Yeah. Uh, okay, here it is. I guess you get a live conversation on the Camino and going through those villages, you have a lot of twists and turn. And uh, I started early. So 
I'm in the dark, which makes it still more challenging to spot yellow arrows. But anyhow, yes, I'm going uphill. <laughs> and uh, just funny, we of course ended up in the same albergue. I tried the other one, but it was closed because of COVID. So uh, that was the only one uh, left. And when we entered, you know, he came behind me a couple of minutes. And then the lady, the owner, of course, I forgot because of COVID, you know, you only have like 50% capacity. So those beds close together, she can't uh, sell those. Like the room where I am, two bed, the room is for me because she can have two strangers uh, sharing that. But when she saw that I knew him, she was kind of like uh, wink, winking, insinuating, say, hey, I guess you all could, could you all share the same space? And I was like, yeah, no, I would rather have my own space. I would enjoy that. And so basically I did. And uh, you know, said a couple of things en passant to him, but realizing, yeah, just, uh, there's nothing to say here. Nothing to say. That's crazy. <coughs> and then, so this German couple, I think, I think they're German. And, uh, well, actually, I saw the girl, the guy I saw him this morning. And, uh, same thing, you know, hi, hi, how are you, you know, doing well, but that's it, nothing else, nothing else, how, how does that happen, where, where is that happening, you know, where is that decision room, yeah, that, where is that war room where you say, here, yes, here, no, you know, and that I don't know, that I don't know. But that is interesting. Okay. Fancy, there's a car. You guys feel like there's this noise. Anyhow, I didn't get the noise reduction. I did splurge in Vigo. Oh, I had a kid exchange too. So as I walked, which actually was the Camino almost all the way to go to Media Market. Because at least, you know, when I go back down south, if I have an issue, there is a, actually there is a store in Jaén, which is the next big town over Jamelina. Jamelina, um, yeah, I think I'm saying it right. <clears throat> Sorry. And uh, there was a seamstress. I don't know what you call a, a man who does that, but uh, that was that store, you know, with sewing machine and the likes. And, uh, oh, okay, oh, I'm going right here. And so I walked in to kind of ask about the zipper. Because uh, on my brain, the top lid, I think I mentioned, I have, a, I have a little issue with the zipper where some teeth are missing. And uh, I have sewed it to kind of make it as waterproof as I can. And then, uh, you know, hoping when I get settled down over the winter, I can get it fixed, 
But those zippers are heavy duty. They are not your normal run-of-the-mill pants and stuff like that. And so I went, you know, I was like, yeah, I'll stop in. I'll ask him. And the guy was so sweet. I ended up taking my pack down. Uh, he showed me on a stitching, one that I have to reinforce, uh, how to do it. And then with some pliers, it pinched and it pressed the magonist, the, the zipper, I guess, what do you call the, the thing that you actually slide? The zipper is a whole thing. Maybe it's a zipper. I don't know. My goodness. That makes me feel stupid. Anyway, cursor uh, in Espanol. So I actually know the name in Spanish, but not, <laughs> sorry, but not in, uh, in English. The thing that you actually hold and slide. I'm going to call it the slider. Here we go. Or the glider. I like that. And basically, and that fixed my problem. So when you showed me how to do it, I was doing it wrong because I was pulling a string that's attached to the glider and say so you're supposed to be close to the base. If not, you're going to repeat the problem. Anyway, so very, very, very nice exchange. Enjoyed it. And, uh, and then got my way to Media Market, which is weird. They have this shopping center right there on the port in Beagle. Which seemed strange to me, but anywho, I mean a nice one, of course, like they all are. Uh, and uh, didn't spend too long, you know. Find a salesperson and was like, okay, looking for noise reduction Bluetooth. And then here it is. So I'm curious. Okay, here. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm going straight. I don't see an arrow. Uh, sorry, guys. Well, hold on. Where am I going here? Oh, it looks like, well, there's been discrepancy between uh, sometimes my app and the arrows on the Camino. I'm not quite sure what that's about. <coughs> Anywho, so it looks like I might have actually made, no, there it is. My app shows one way and here shows the other way, so I'm fine. I don't know what that's about. Actually, I think the arrows were trying to get you off where there was more traffic. And then this one doesn't, but regardless, beautiful thing. So in two days where I'm obviously not staying in Santiago, But I'm going to be staying in Miadoiro. The the albergue I really liked. One of the albergue, one of the albergues I really liked uh, on the Camino. And actually, even even more impactful was because of the nightmare on uh, on the Camino Inglés with the absence, with the inability to find lodging due to the high traffic and the pandemic. And the pandemic. Sorry, that's a steeper angle. Speaking of, leaving Bigo yesterday, 
that was a mean climb. I was going slowly. I mean, it was an awesome climb. This one definitely required all my attention and energy. <coughs> Sorry. But I enjoyed it. So, back to the Camino. Basically, I'm going to do kind of back on doing uh, 30 plus K per day for now anyway. Uh, enjoying the time spent on the trail. But when I go to Miyadoiro, which means at the end of my whole uh, Portuguese expedition, uh, and before starting the Camino Norte, I'm going to take a day's rest. You know, because that still, still leaves me with almost a month and 10 days. And I want to be mindful of that. And uh, even though I have some ideas about what I may want to do, but I'm like, it's okay. You know, those things are important, but uh, take care of that little cell called, that little thing called the body is, and there is no rush. I have seen that a lot. Uh, I think more so because I've changed, not because, uh, not because, uh, not because of what? Actually, I don't know. But I have, uh, <coughs> I've become aware, I mean, I have observed it quite dramatically in, uh, in a lot of people. You know, the sense of, uh, well, I mean, first using an alarm, that's one. <clears throat> and that almost came up because tomorrow I'm doing close to 40K, so... You're looking at about, you know, close to 10 hours of walking. Kind of like almost what I did yesterday. And, uh, you know, kind of the idea of getting an early start. And that makes sense in a warm month, in a hot month. <laughs> Sorry again. <coughs> but right now, I'm actually loving the... Okay, my goodness. No, no, that's fine. The weather for me is amazing. It does get warm when it's clear and sunny. And you sweat, but it feels wonderful. You know, almost like being in a in a mild sauna. And for whatever reason, <clears throat> sorry again, I have really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. This Camino is interesting. So, uh, and I was actually thinking about that yesterday. It's like, yeah, I'll put my alarm at five so I can head out at seven. But I'm like, no, I'll get up when I get up. <laughs> like this morning, I was up at 5.30. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm up. And then, uh, and today there's, well, no need. That's relative, but, you know, it's uh, 30, 31K, so... It's nothing uh, that requires really an early start uh, unless you want to be done very early. And I don't now. 
But to go back to our subject at hand, seeing people, you know, pushing, I think a lot of the blisters, a lot of the things in terms of like physical ailments, because Monica mentioned, she's like, a lot of people have a lot of physical issue. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty uh, <coughs> typical on the Camino. There is a lot of that happening to where people uh, have physical problem. You know, you see tapes all over, people with a bunch of blisters, banged up feet, or maybe the beginning of tendonitis. And uh, that's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. You don't, of course, you may not be as mindful aware of people who are doing just fine. But it is. And I think some of it has to do with, one, people not uh, walking at their own pace, but at somebody else's who, who might be stronger or faster. And then hence you get some blisters. Because there is a difference between a nice steady pace and then a rushed one. That's when I personally get blisters, actually, when I get carried away and I start tracing. Or if it gets wet, if you already get soaked, and then with your socks, that could be problematic. But anywho, again, back to the topic. I think I, well, I should recognize where I am because I came, I came through that past on the way in. But see... Feeling that rush, feeling that <clears throat> I'm in a rush, I'm busy. And uh, th there is so much planning that gets done now, you know, in regard to the Camino. So much more control, so much more understanding. And I think possibly the evolution of it is maybe a little lack of flexibility or sometimes it's forced. But grudgingly, you you take it in. It's it's not something that you're enjoying, and I'm of course still dealing with that <clears throat> myself personally. But I am learning, and it is. I think I can say it's becoming easier. Like today, when I pass through Pontevedra, I'm gonna go back to the electronic store where I bought. Those previous headset, which turned out to be a piece of shit, and uh, and preparing myself for the two options that he will refund me the money, or that he won't, or that he will just exchange it. Which, which if it has, I will find myself with two pairs, meaning potentially end up giving uh, that one, the new one that I will get, to somebody else. And, uh, and realize one is not better than the other, whether it tells me no or whether they get exchanged. And, uh, and a part of me is like, fuck that shit, I should get my money back. But then I realize, no, no, that's an opportunity. You know, that kind of negativity or that kind of uh, sense of failure. If I don't get my money back, then I failed, you know, then I have lost. Then it's something bad. And I should do what I can to not get to that place. And uh, yeah, not taking it so seriously. Or that it's not worth the energy that I might put into it. Like I was thinking, 
I could, you know, if the guy tells me basically, no, we are not going to give you your money back because it's been more than whatever the the policy is and I have no idea what it is. Well, that's possible. And I could say, well, thanks. Thanks for helping me and thanks for that piece of shit. And then just go, you know, with that sense of righteousness and feeling like, yes, take that. <laughs> Sorry. And so, uh, and realizing, do, do actually, is that something that really would be enjoyable? Is that going to be useful? And now I don't have a, a positive answer for that. So I'm hoping that I can be gracious regardless. And that actually, I was connecting that to something else. Meno, uh, meno. But I can't think of what I was going to connect that with. I think there's been some of that, you know, the idea of being more comfortable with the discomfort. Really, really strange, but that seems to be recurring in my life lately. And, uh, you know, the posture on the Camino, being more mindful of others and seeing that in others, or being so consumed with the logistic, you know, the material aspect of the Camino, which is important, but there is not that much to be focused on. And in some time, maybe neglecting the more uh, hmm, ephemeral, you know, the, 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 the more subtle part, which is not like the what, but the why. You know, what do I need to know? What do I need to do? You know, where do I sleep? Where do I eat? That's your what, but the why. Why am I here? And... Uh, Maybe I could even look at the Camino for me as being some kind of uh, active meditation. I don't know. <coughs> that being said, moving on, I mentioned earlier epigenetics. I did not forget. Eh? Two, three days ago, I guess. And uh, this is Friday, which... Uh, one of the theme for that day used to be when I had a structure, the podcast, nutrition and health. So epigenetic basically is something that has nothing to do with your gene, even though it is related, but it is not directly related. Like if you have a, a genetic uh, fuck up to where one of your arm is missing or uh, you can breathe right, or your skin can handle the sun. You know, that's done deal. Nothing you can do about that. <clears throat> and so those things, you know, you're going to be so grateful for, for science. Because what a beautiful thing, you know, what an amazing tool we have at our disposal. That tool to alleviate pain, suffering, or, or to help bring comfort to people who, whom otherwise would not have access to it because they can't tap in that knowledge and they don't have that. What an interesting, what a beautiful thing we have in our society. There's this medical community. Anywho, then 
on the side of that you have this epigenetic which is what you do which is how you interact with your environment meaning whether you exercise or not the kind of food you eat or not your sleep uh, your stress management <clears throat> and you know your social relationships those are things outside of the scope of genes which are very hard to quantify but are very interesting and it turns out as it turns out way more relevant than your gene unless you have a very clear cut uh, you know like if you type 1 diabetes your pancreas can produce insulin and that's it so from here it's very simple you have to find a way to artificially insert insulin into your body so you can function as a normal human being <clears throat> and amazingly enough at least in the western world that's done rather easily again thanks to the effort and the tireless work of of the medical community i think the covid has brought that into light to me how, how amazing that thing is when so many people are becoming skeptic it just blows me away anywho yes i'm going uphill again that's beautiful it's on a trail on those big stones that were laid down to prevent erosion so you know do you sleep well or do you you know like i remember glenda it was amazing the the lightest sound would just wake her up and sometime at two o'clock in the morning she couldn't sleep again so what was going on you know that her mind would fuck with her that way how do you manage stress how do you deal with adversity and you know <clears throat> not that all stress should be eliminated because i do believe that's something that's actually healthy and part of life like animals deals with stress all the time but to the difference of us if there is a lion the gazelle is going to freak the shit out and then basically kick in in overdrive and run the fuck away and then do what it has to do to survive but once she's at the safe distance it's done it's over that moment is over and for us no we keep repeating it over and over again we keep we can munch over and almost become obsessed become obsessed with it and that's a difference we keep it alive you could almost call it like a chronic low-grade behavior typical it seems to be only of human beings not in the animal kingdom <clears throat> no the vegetable one then exercise you know that body if you don't move it you know those muscles and your lungs your arteries you know to inflate them you know your heart you know to to kick your heart a little bit and make it you know give a workout to your heart a cardio workout yeah most of us are going to be familiar with that concept then you get this kind of atrophy <clears throat> to everything kind of shrieks and winking and that's that's going to affect you then well your social uh 
the social part, you know. I really, I really do believe that we are social creature, and, and it is mm, so important to find ways to connect with other people, to be with other people. And not just to be in a room where there's other people, even though that's nice, but where you are known or recognized or acknowledged, and there is some level of interaction. <clears throat> because that's different than just being in a bar and you have a bunch of people around doing stuff and you're there at your table. And of course, I'm speaking more about myself because it seems to be that for the majority of people, you know, having those social gathering, having that social community is something that they kind of have figured it out to some extent. And yes, being on the road changes the dynamic of that. But, eh, well, I did have it in Conil. I did have a community. I was acknowledged. I was recognized. And there were interaction. So, yeah, I'm not putting myself down. But it is the one topic where I am most challenged. <laughs> the social part of me. And last, but definitely not fucking least, well, actually, I could almost include some form of spiritual practice, but that would almost be more esoteric. So for now, we, we'll leave that to rest. <laughs> Sorry. And last but not least, <clears throat> nutrition. What you eat. And <clears throat> there is one saying in the nutritional community, you cannot outrun a bad diet. So I would almost have the analogy of you have a flat tire. And then what you do is you keep putting air. So yeah, you put air, the tire is going to inflate and you can drive only so long as what it takes for that air to escape through the puncture you had. So whatever that is. So exercising would be the same. If you have a bad diet, it is not a solution. And actually, eventually it will worsen. The holes will get bigger. There will be more wear and tear. And uh, so you can't outrun a bad diet. Some talk about sleep, actually. Interestingly enough, where they consider sleep the most important in terms of the kind of things happening. That's an interesting topic. Uh, I don't know as much. I've just uh, heard some about it from some scientists who specialize in that. It's interesting, but I don't know. But nutrition, I would uh, arrogantly dare say that I know more. And so, <clears throat> And the fun part here is that I would dare to say almost everybody thinks they have a good diet. And uh, there is your Pandora's box. What is a good diet? I mean, it kind of is a consensus, you know, to eat whole food, unprocessed, which means in the original shape, uh, 
So if you do that, you know, that means uh, things like uh, dairy products will be really down too low. Uh, all the floury products will be gone. Sugar would be gone. And my goodness, what effect would that have? All the processed food industry would really have to transition to a different paradigm. And uh, to increase your fruit and vegetable. And the next part, you know, some people look at saying, you know, more fat, more meat. And in some that we talked about more carbs, so like legumes, lentils, beans, things like that. More of that. And then whole grain. And I know you have the, the, the carbohydrate uh, controversy. I am on a camp of, well, obviously, since my my diet is around uh, 80%, I would, I would think of my calories, I think around that are carbohydrates. Uh, and, I, and I do appreciate that there are nuances here, that there is an overall pattern and there is a pendulum swing within that, meaning some people may actually be doing better, <laughs> sorry again, with more fat, and let less carbohydrates, and that would be, uh, you know, a personal preference, and uh, that's another topic altogether. But to take off processed food from your diet, that would make a huge difference overnight, because the kind of thing that you would eat. And I think, actually, if you were to do that, you could even take it as far as pasta. I mean, I wouldn't, but pasta is still a processed food. Yeah, instead of uh, eating the kernel of wheat whole, instead of them milled, because it does go through you differently. And again, that's also uh, dependent on where you are yourself, as far as your state of health. It's not just about what you're eating, it's about what's going on with you. So, Epigenetic would say lifestyle choices could be up to 85 to 90% linked to health or chronic diseases like your heart disease, your hypertension, your obesity, uh, type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular issues, which is huge, which is a number one killer in a, in a developed country or industrialized country. So, whether you're a few points off on that, on that scale, it is still statistically hugely significant. So, what you eat is very important. And I know, I know, I may actually end up having that freaking conference with a guy from uh, Akurunia about his mother. We'll see. When I am in Miyadoiro, I will have the time to have a chat with him <clears throat> but uh, it's not enough the psychology of eating is very interesting but I'm not going to digress there staying with those pillars and staying with epigenetics so interesting place where we are where we are now asking questions so many questions 
that I would have never thought of asking children as questions to parents now that are unthinkable back then when I grew up. When you went to the kitchen and you sat down to eat all the way until I left home, there was never like, what's on the menu? Oh, I don't eat that. And uh, that's changed. That's changed completely. So, oh. <laughs> buenos dias. <laughs> so we have uh, on the Camino, La Bota del Peregrino Recuerdato Camino. Okay, so, uh, okay, okay, cosas. Uh... Es tuyo. ¿Eh? Es tuyo. Sí, es para mi uh, almuerzo porque yo, yo como muy sano, no me gusta la comida de aquí, con los químicos, conservantes. Come on, venga, venga. Bisteca, bisteca, se llama bisteca. <risa> oh, no sé si se ha perdido. ¿Es normal? ¿Sí es corriente? No, por eso te pregunto. Ah, oh, no lo sé. Bueno, lo, lo, los, de, lo, los terneros pueden encontrar sitios donde los adultos no van a... Como los niños, ¿sí? Eh? Este siguió desde abajo. No lo sé, porque nunca miré detrás. ¿Tú tienes, ¿Tú tienes una pistola o una mitralleta? Porque podemos compartir. Tengo un cuchillo bastante bien afilado. ¿Y por, y por qué no? Porque creo que quiere sacrificarse. Para mí, como yo lo veo, quiere sacrificarse. Sí. Sí. So there is a veil that maybe has been following me for a little bit. ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué pasa? Oh, no creo que él uh, te va a dejar acercarte. Ya veremos. He's trying to come close to the veil. <laughs> eh, bu buena suerte, <laughs> chico. Buen camino. So there is this guy having a booth and he's selling some uh, craft and nicks and knacks. Yeah. Uh, pretty much for the ladies mostly. Anyway, he's on the Camino right there. So anyway, I'm going to wrap up this one, but uh, in summary, yeah, to resume. We are in this place now. So those questions have become meaningful and relevant. When you look at the state of health in the world, for sure, in a civilized country, and really, uh, I mean, on a different degree everywhere, the civilized country deal with an overfeeding of the wrong thing, and in a poor country, of malnutrition. So they are both, both states of malnutrition, under and over. And uh, there is a lot of information, but I have uh, mentioned it before, you know. Uh, oh my goodness, OMS, Organización Mundial de la Salud. Uh, whoa, WHO. <laughs> I went to Spanish. The World Health Organization, I think, is a good place, you know, to, to have some kind of a baseline, again, to align scientific consensus, even though there is a lot of chat, chat, chat uh, about the so-called controversy, but I think there is a rather clear consensus in terms of, uh, you know, sodas are not healthy, candy is not healthy. Ice cream is not healthy. Fried food is not healthy. 
daily meat is not healthy. <coughs> Sorry. So there is a, well, actually, no, they might not be on the, on the daily meat, but the World Health Organization has classified it a class one carcinogen like smoking and asbestos and maybe arsenic, or I don't remember. But anyway, it's, yeah, just the nitrates or nitrites. I still don't know the difference. I still thought one is a conserver, is to preserve, is a preservative. And the other one is, I think, a flavor enhancer. Uh, but which one is which? I don't know. What the heck is that? Interesting. Are those beds? That is interesting. So I'm on a Camino and this looks like it might be some kind of a improvised camp. So it's all in the open, but it looks like mattresses covered by plastic, of course, to protect from the rain. Anyway, I don't remember. Huh. Why do I not remember that place? I don't know. Anywho, plenty, plenty shared today. Beautiful morning, very nice climb right now. Uh, surrounded by birds, mountains, and trees. I'm a, this is a happy camper that's recording from uh, huh, close to Pontevedra. Anyway, love to you all, wishing you good health, good journey, good Camino, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Peace, love, and until we meet again.